Three days after Caleb Rayner opened fire, the first house burned to the ground. Three days after he entered the school's east doors during second period, after we heard screams and running and faint popping in the hallway, after our English and chemistry and mathematics and history teachers huddled us away from the doors and into storage closets and underneath laboratory tables, halfway to safety before doors burst open and shots ripped across blackboards and desks and overturned chairs, we awoke to the news that Caroline Black's house and everything inside of it had disintegrated in flames. Caroline Black, who had once shared an elementary school with us, Caroline Black, who had been in the hallway, on her way back to social studies from the bathroom. Caroline Black, gone alongside 27 of our peers within the walls of Lewis and Clark High School. When we first heard the noise, we imagined bang snaps, the white-papered firecrackers we once threw to the pavement every 4th of July. We imagined nothing more than powdered paper and a quiet spark— until we saw our teachers' faces and heard their strained voices, Get down, now! Until we crouched beneath our desks and heard the firecrackers growing louder, until they became something other than fireworks entirely. And when we saw the news, three days later, about Caroline's ravaged house, a fire beyond gunfire, we imagined other sounds, the sound of swirling sirens, the approach of fire trucks. We imagined Caroline's neighbors, standing in their yards, wrapped in blankets against the fall midwestern air, awoken by the blaze, and by their own lack of being able to do anything as flames climbed the siding of the house and licked an expanse of overwhelming sky. We imagined their children padding down staircases and onto the lawn bleary-eyed, children clutched close against the growing heat, a glow alighting their faces and stinging their cheeks. And when we learned that Caroline's parents had died in the fire, we felt a wash of relief and envy, and then guilt for even feeling it. That they were gone, that they would no longer live with this, and that we were still here, and that we would. We, 1,193 students at Lewis and Clark, 118 teachers, 6 administrators, 3 counselors, Twelve support staff, two librarians. We, the Lewis and Clark Trailblazers, state champion dance squad, members of the 2003 Chess Club, the Key Club, the National Honor Society, the Eco Act Alliance. We, Nick Ito, Zola Walker, Matt Howell, Christina Delbanco. We, the junior staff members of the Lewis and Clark High School Yearbook waiting since freshman year to design the perfect book for our graduating seniors, our school's one lasting tradition, a gift to bear them away to college and toward the future. Him, Caleb Rayner, another junior who once shared our playground, who attended De Pere Elementary with us so many years before we moved onward to Lewis and Clark High, who sat upon the magic carpet with us during story time, who never raised his hand in class, who only occupied his desk unseen and sketched shapes into its wood. Quiet, reserved. A loner, but never picked on. A boy who some of us might have been friends with, who we might have dated if he'd ever moved to speak a word. 
if he'd thought to join the art club or mock trial, if he'd ever taken off the headphones that became his armor once we entered seventh grade. Caleb Rayner, a boy most of us knew nothing about. No one except Eric Greeley, his best friend, who was not at school when Caleb entered the East Doors. 9.04 a.m., Wednesday, early October. The air beginning to tinge with the crisp of autumn. Homecoming two weeks away, the marching band practicing beyond the football field each day after school. The sun already high in an eggshell sky when Caleb burst through the doors carrying a sawed-off shotgun and a handgun and sixteen rounds of ammunition. When he kicked open the door to the principal's office and gunned down the administrative assistant, Deborah Smalls, a woman who handed us hall passes on mornings we showed up late, and then moved on to Principal Jeffries, shot dead as she reached for the PA system that would have alerted us, an alarm, an emergency, an emergency. 